podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Barron, Editor-in-Chief of Lifestyle Frisco, and I'm sitting with Chris Duncan. She's the owner and executive director of the Frisco School of Music and Performing Arts. And they have a long history in our fantastic city, um, serving many, many families. So I'm eager for you to share the full story about your business, because it's been a while. When did you open your business, Chris? Okay, first of all, Nicole, yeah. thank you so much for inviting us here today. Of course, we're happy to have you. Well, you know, I usually don't, I have a, a chance to talk a lot about how we started and, you know, everything else that I guess you're going to ask us, so <laughs> I just want to say thank you. Well, you're and welcome. It's one of those where people drive by you all the time, right? Of course. But as you just said, nobody really knows the full story or really how long you've been there, what you do, and so it's it's good. I'm glad you have this opportunity. Right. Well, thank you. So we started in the year 2000. Wow. And um, there's a, a reason why um, that uh, I started the school, uh, and I have a business partner. His name is Steve, and Steve, if you're listening, thank you. <laughs> He's just an amazing business business partner, Steve South. So anyway, um, I, uh, besides how I started in music and everything else, um, well, I want to know that. Oh, you want me to start way back then? Sure. I okay. want to know. Yes, I would love okay. to know your background. And then you tell okay. us that that inspired your, yeah, let's do that. Right. I want to know. Okay. So, uh, way back in the day, <laughs> um, kids started piano lessons a little older than they do now. Okay. You know, we have students at the school that start at age four for right. piano. But, you know, it was considered that you don't start piano until first or second grade way back then. So, okay, I waited till age seven or eight to start piano lessons like every other little girl on my block. And so I started lessons and I loved it. And um, I just sort of kept going. I do, however, remember asking my parents, why do I have to keep doing this? You know, everybody has ups and downs, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And uh, thank goodness what they said to me was, you know, if you really feel that way, let's just talk about that later. And then, but let's just go oh, right over to your funny. lesson today. So they sort of put me off. <laughs> and what would have happened if I uh, just decided, ah, piano's not for me, I'm out of here. Wow. So anyway. Good job to them. Kept going, I know. <laughs> Very fortunate to have great parents. And so anyway, um, just uh, kept going with lessons. When I was in high school, a senior, my teacher, had a waiting list for beginning students. She said, well, Chris, why don't you take some of these beginners as your students? And I was hooked. And uh, then I started searching for a university with a piano degree program that I wanted. You know, I was a good player. Clearly, by good then. player, yeah. good player, but I wasn't like one of those people who just I've got to get on stage and be a performer. So I was just really bitten by the teaching thing, and I was looking for a different kind of opportunity to study how to teach and how to be a great teacher. So. Um, Michigan State University had a piano pedagogy degree, which is a mix between performance and teaching. Oh, so a lot wow. of a lot of what you do on the campus is uh, student teaching and other things. So uh, you're observed teaching and you dive into all the different methods that are out there and all this kind of great stuff. Now there's piano pedagogy degrees at many, many universities, oh. but back then it was a little bit select. So thank goodness, went there, had a great experience, moved to Dallas when my folks moved to Dallas from Michigan. And uh, so then, you know, I was teaching, teaching, teaching. I also uh, really got interested in early childhood music education. And if any of the listeners are familiar with the 
uh, music garden or kinder music curriculums that yes. is out there for general music for very young children. Mm -hmm. uh, got certified in all that and loved it and taught at uh, the Green Hill School in Dallas. Sure, yes, Addison. Uh, as their yeah. music specialist for the preschool okay. and kindergarten. So I did all that stuff too, still teaching all the time, piano. And then I had my kids and uh, my kids were little, guess what, you know, I sort of said, this is what we're doing. You're taking piano lessons. I got two boys. Oh, that's funny. So they, there was really no choice. No, no, I mean. no conversation about that, <laughs> uh, except that they would never give up. They, mom, mom, piano. Oh, we hate it. We hate it. Like, you know, hey, this is what we're going to do. You're like, we'll talk about it later. Yeah, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> so um, I said, you know, let's just strike a deal. Um, you keep going to piano. But if you want other instruments, that's fine. We'll add it on. So we went in search of guitar, drums, oh, bass, everything. And uh, so we found great lessons. But I kept thinking, how come there's not one place to go to get everything in oh, one place? Oh, I see. Okay. That is professional. Uh -huh. That has great teachers and a great program and is going to be there. Because, um, you know, sometimes we'd get that call from the guitar teacher that we were going to go on, you know, I pulled my teenager out of bed on Saturday morning, thank you so much, to go to the <laughs> guitar lesson. And on the way, I get a call from that guy who says, oh, I forgot to tell you, I'm in Oklahoma with my band this weekend, so we're not right. having a lesson. I'm like, hey, dude, you know, I'm yeah. in the car with this kid, you know. So anyway. freelancey, yeah, yeah, yep. Of course, I was much nicer than that on the <laughs> phone. But so anyway, that's sort of how the school started was uh, when... Uh, I was looking for a way to be able to have all that great convenience and um, a consistent place to go to create memories. And uh, so that's sort of what we do is create memories. And also, I know you think we're teaching music and now acting, art, dance, musical theater, but it's really about growing successful people Aww. for the next generation because anyone who spends time in music and the arts mm -hmm is creating a pathway to learning about being successful. Whether you go into music as a career, whether you spend time sharing your music and enjoying music with yourself and your family forever, mm -hmm. or if maybe, you know, you obviously go in a completely different direction yeah. that, you know, a lot of our graduates of our school uh, and our adults are, gosh, they're in medicine, they're in, uh, business, they're mm -hmm. in industry, they're in who knows what they're doing. Right. Uh, or they're in the arts and creative, doing lots of different things that are uh, around mm -hmm. sort of what is in there with all this great music and arts that uh, they were able to take advantage of. Well, yes, yeah, so it, um, it enhances your mind, expands your mind, perseverance, practicing. I mean, you already referenced kids who want to quit and don't want to see it through, but yeah. they gain a lot of character by seeing it through. And attending those lessons on a regular basis, my I can attest to my I, my husband's always saying he um, in a different field he went on to become an Eagle Scout. He did the whole Boy Scout oh, thing. Sure. So he would have quit a hundred times had his parents not pushed him to see it through. And now he can tout that and be proud of himself and got all these great you know. So I get it. It's like what they can gain whether they continue with music or not is really amazing. Well, you know, giving effort. It's all I I boiled it down to this thought process <laughs> is giving effort. Uh, isn't easy. Right. It sure is easy to stop something. No kidding, yeah. And go do whatever you want to do. F families are searching mm -hmm. for something that their child 
is going to get interested in and wants to do instead of the electronic devices or whatever, right? Yeah. yeah. So sure, have electronic devices. That's completely fun, but um, giving effort gets rewarded mm -hmm. in life. So that's yeah. what we're teaching. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, in a world where kids bounce around from activity to activity to activity. Yeah. We have sort of found the secret sauce. I don't know <laughs> if I can say that anymore. Sure, you can. Uh, secret sauce. Uh, <laughs> to helping students stick with something mm -hmm. and feeling self-confidence uh, about it, feeling successful. Yeah. And uh, if you're not the very best violin player or the best artist, hey, that's okay, but sticking with it is a life lesson that we can uh, apply to anything else that you are doing in a job, in working out, in anything else that you do. Yeah, absolutely. Well, what all do you offer? So I know you said you clearly, the music lessons and the various instruments from what age? What age would a student start at your school? Well, we have uh, age three through six for three, our preschool wow. and kindergarten, but that's a real preschool kindergarten program. Sure, it's like a daily you... school, private school. Okay. Oh. So that's one thing we do. It's, it's super fun. Wow, you have a private school? Hello. Okay, let's just mention that first because okay. Everybody's looking for a school for their three-year-old all the time. Yes, they are. Yes. Okay, so there's three things we do. That's one of them. Okay. It is called Musical Arts Schoolhouse. It's right inside Frisco right. School of yes, Music. Yes, of course. Okay. Performing Arts. Okay. It's for ages three to six. Okay. It's extremely unique where we teach high academics mm -hmm. and Spanish. Ooh with daily performing arts as well. It's like in middle school when the students start rotating to different classes. Yes. Well, our students do that. They might start out in the academics class in the morning, then they rotate over to art, and it's taught by a real art teacher, nice. a juried artist with an art history degree, and then professional art materials, artist of the week. We talk about what that artist is famous for and mimic what they do. It's really wow. amazing. Then they move over to their next class, which could be dance. Again, taught by a professional dancer and choreographer. And we teach ballet, tap, jazz, and hip hop and tumbling in that class. Tumbling fun. And we have shows. Uh, and that's really fun. Then over to the music class where it's taught by um, degreed music teacher. We teach with all the fun uh, young kiddo instruments like the bard instruments and jingles and sticks and all that kind of stuff. Plus, uh, I, can, I like to call it keyboard geography. We do not teach piano in that class, but it is piano relationships and rhythm and all that kind of good stuff. So it's oh. completely math-based in, in the music department. Oh my goodness, that's sure. genius. And then don't forget the uh, theater class. So that is all about, um, gosh, feelings, empathy, sure. self-confidence, of course, stories, parts of the story, characters, what's gonna happen next, history of the Broadway musical, things like that. And um, wow. vocabulary is huge in the theater department. So after all those rotations, it's 1230. And uh, <laughs> we do have some kids, especially the threes, sometimes are going home after three, uh, after uh, 1230 for yes. a half day. Yeah. And then uh, we do offer uh, half of our student population in that department stays. They bring their lunch. We do extended activities till four and play and stay till six for p p parent convenience. That is incredible. Mm -hmm. I have three kids and we've I've got one who's still in preschool. So I'm, oh. I'm familiar with the whole preschool okay. thing. And um, it's I've never considered 
that approach or how incredible that would be. She's handing me her business card right yeah. now. Here we go. Um, well, and then the the kindergarten is a private kindergarten. Okay. And all of our classes are very small, by the way. Mm -hmm. It's only 15 student, 15 or 16 students to two teachers. There's a lead teacher and an assistant teacher. Nice. Mm -hmm. So you can't get that like hardly anywhere. Mm -hmm. And that's our other secret to that program is individual help. We do not have standardized curriculum. We have customized curriculum. Sure, we use a base curriculum in all of those uh, different classes, mm -hmm. but like last year in kindergarten, we had a students obviously reading on the kindergarten level, and we had students reading on the third grade level. Wow. And this is not the kind of place where in kindergarten you're going to be behind a desk all day long with one teacher and the teacher saying, oh, we can't go ahead there. Johnny, because we have to stay here as the class, mm -hmm. or so-and-so needs extra help with handwriting. Hey, we're right there on it helping and um, really helping the uh, parents and the students reach their goals they have for their child. Wow. So, so the school is through kinder then. Is oh, yeah. The op op opportunity mm -hmm. is there to be there mm -hmm. through kinder. And then mm -hmm. what happens? So then it's about the private lessons and the classes. and Right. Okay. And even then, students who are enrolled in our preschool and kindergarten are adding a piano class in the afternoons or art, an extra art oh, class nice. uh, at our arts building next okay. door and things like that. So that's one of the three things that we do at our school. Okay. Uh, the next thing we do is our after school evening weekend lessons like you were asking about in all of music lessons for piano, guitar, voice, violin, drums. Oh, voice too. Fun. Mm -hmm. okay. Oh gosh, our singing program is huge. Yeah. And then also acting, art, dance, musical theater. And so we expanded into the acting, art, dance, musical theater. I'm going to tell you it was inspired by our preschool families because since we offered it in preschool mm -hmm. and kindergarten, yeah, those graduates, just like you asked me about, are thinking, well, now what do I do? Don't you have an art class for me now that I'm in first, second, third grade? Sure. Or older brother, sister, can't they come here for art? Sort of like, oh my goodness. <laughs> so. Um, I didn't tell you about building our buildings. That was another big, huge strategic move for us. Oh, I so imagine. we we built one building, a music building. So that's when we had to build our next door building, the arts building, and it's uh, Frisco Music Performing Arts. And so that's where we have our after school art, yes. acting, dance, and musical theater. At Preston and Maine, correct? Yep. Ish. Yep. It's the uh, what is that? The northwest West. corner. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. It's it's a great spot for you. Yeah. It's so much fun. And uh, so anyway. So that's what we wow. do. That's, that's the second thing we do yes, is okay. all those lessons. All right. And the third thing is Frisco Performing Arts Center. When we built that second building, and now we're completely spoiled, <laughs> um, it includes our Performing Arts Center auditorium okay. that can seat about 160. Oh, that's great. It has yeah. an amazing uh, sort of organic stage. Uh-huh with our grand piano, by the way. Oh, nice. And uh, a wonderful art slat wall for all the art gallery shows we have. So, because this was one of our big issues. Yay, we've got all these art classes. <laughs> How do we hang up all this art that we're gonna do for the gallery show? So now we've got that wall right there and it, it works out so great for the art gallery shows. We've got three cameras and all the lights. We broadcast all the shows live on the internet. You do? Oh yeah. On, oh, I did not know that. On your website or on social media? Both. Wow. And that's so any family member who can't be at the show where uh -huh. their child is, then they can tune oh. in. Of course, it's archived on there as well. Everybody likes to see it. We've got, you know, families, gosh, 
isn't this a multicultural area? Yes. It's just craziness. So it's fantastic because people in Russia and Brazil oh and gosh. everywhere else, you can see on the broadcast who's tuning in. That's and great. It's super. And a much better image, I would imagine, than someone's cell phone and there's a head in the way and there's you're actually, you know, producing yeah. a nice version of it. Yeah. Wow. So are the productions just for the families enrolled or can the general public buy a ticket? How does that work? That's a great question. Uh, both. What we do is, um, although I may have misunderstood your question, the the shows that the students uh, participate in, which is like, I don't know, 35, 40 shows a year, mm -hmm. if you take all of our departments into consideration that we're busy in our Performing Arts Center doing these shows, um, of course they attend, their membership at the school includes completely complimentary unlimited tickets for their families nice. and of course the public is welcome to attend for that as well okay um usually people are there to see their own of course family yeah uh and then i thought maybe you were going in this direction uh we do make our space available for uh community groups you do or oh yeah we have tons of people who rent our space okay and uh we rent not only our auditorium uh but we also rent our dance hall and uh, oh. yeah, and that's nice. I mean, I'm familiar with you know the Black Box Theater at the Discovery Center, and you know I know we're going to get our Knack Theater soon, and there's a lot of cool things happening in the area. But I wasn't aware that your space is available for productions like that. So that's fantastic. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. So we're pretty much busy almost every weekend. Are you with shows? Yeah. And the space we do use the space for teaching during the week, so mm -hmm. it's tough to have extra stuff during the week usually. Yeah. But um, weekends and stuff, you bet. That's really fun. Well, I can imagine, of course, as you said, usually it's families coming to see their own, but I can imagine my children wanting to come and see their friend or see other kids performing, and it might inspire them. I want to be a part of that. That looks fun. I want to learn how to do that, you know, so I can see the value in just bringing them, even if you don't know anybody on stage. You know? Plus, you know, we have families inquiring at our school to see what we do and sure. come in for a tour all the time, yes. and we always invite them to the next show that uh, just like you're saying could inspire their uh, child to you know think well what do I want to do you know because mm -hmm. some people are undecided yeah. we always say hey jump in find what you want you can always switch whatever you want to switch to that's Gosh. always good too well you've been here so long so we're coming up on 20 years that you've that's been crazy. serving the Frisco community so I can just imagine the relationships and the stories you've heard of students who began and now they're doing this or that or you know that's really fun all the history that you must have is there anything that stands out well, good grief. I you know. asked me that question. Putting you on the spot. Well, it's, of course, uh, sort of like a slideshow of memories. I'm sure. Uh, I've heard back. you've served like over 12,000 families. It's just a ball. I'm sure that's not a perfect number, but I mean, just thousands and thousands. That's and scary. And you know what else is scary is when a family, you know, a student finishes up what they're doing with drums or whatever, and they go on to something else, and then yeah. that family comes back. Oh. because now that same student wants guitar or their younger is ready mm -hmm. and I just think that's the hugest compliment right yeah that they would choose us again of course so well clearly 20 I mean if you've been here nearly 20 years you're obviously pleasing a lot of families yeah. and you have a great reputation that says a lot well and you know we have we have stories of families who uh, student particular students who maybe have gone into music as a career mm -hmm. or just like I had talked about a little earlier have found such success in uh, learning that they go on to all kinds of careers and music has just been a great part of their life so I mean I can tell you a story okay here's the story um, <laughs> this young man of course I'm not gonna name names sure uh, this young man comes in years ago 
And in his family, it was a tradition that all of the children would take piano lessons, like his mother said, boy, love that mom, <laughs> um, until their age 12, I think it was. Okay. So he's like, oh my gosh, my mom is making me take piano lessons until I'm age 12. So here he is. And so we tried to do our best and make it fun and all this kind of great stuff. And uh, he lasted, he lasted. And finally, he uh, comes in one day with guitar, acoustic guitar. Yeah, very different. And uh, I said, finally, <laughs> your mom's letting you take guitar. He goes, I can't believe it. She said yes. So right in there with guitar lessons. Wow. And of course, you know this probably, but um, when you start with piano as a base of any instrument, you already know so much great stuff. So when he started yeah. in guitar, it wasn't like starting from the beginning. Mm -hmm. And here he was, 11, 12 years old, something like that. And he just took to it so much. So Aww. then all of a sudden, one day, here he's walking in and he's got this electric guitar. I'm like, what is going on here? So I'm like, does your teacher know you're coming in with electric guitar? He goes, I don't know, I'm gonna surprise him. So <laughs> walks in electric guitar. And that was pretty much it for him. He went into jazz, started in at Collin College uh -huh. uh, and a music degree, got his associate's degree. During that time, he came back and taught for us. Oh, perfect. It was so wonderful. The mm -hmm. kids loved him, you know, young guy, sure. so inspiring. And he knows how it is starting off, you know, and, every, and he was a fantastic teacher. Wow. Finished up his degree at UNT in jazz studies and now he's got his dream career, wow. um, just uh, gigging all around and even in foreign countries. Uh, I'll see him on Facebook sometimes. Oh my gosh, that's um, a fantastic testimonial for your school. Yeah, yeah jazz guitar. Now, not wow. everybody becomes a well, music obviously, major. Obviously, but yeah, yeah, but I mean, I think there's so much value, and you said this earlier, to just learning how to read music and mm -hmm. learning how to, I, I took piano lessons as a kid, and uh -huh. then I was in choir in school, and I don't do either of those things now. I don't sing right. or play piano, but I know how to read music, mm -hmm. and I think that's just like, kind of cool. It's like another language. It's like expanding your mind at a young age, and to this day, I would clearly, I'd be resting but if I sat down in front of a piece of music, I would remember how to read it. You know, it's just kind of cool. It's a great thing to learn, a great um, way to enhance the mind of a little child. I love it. Well, what I always say is um, all that information is packed in there. It is, yeah. And uh, it can get resurrected. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it has made you part of the person you are today. Yes. You know, when we hear, this is what we hate to hear. Parents come in with their family for a tour. And by the way, we love giving tours at our school. Come on over, everybody. <laughs> So, uh, and what we hear, the sad saga is, well, I'm here for my child everything, and I can't believe my mom let me quit piano lessons. Oh, right. And we think, okay, first of all, that's just this memory that they are sad about that forever. And then I keep thinking, hey, I bet you just gave your mom so much fight about it. It's <laughs> yeah, probably not mom, the stress, right? She didn't want to waste your money anymore. Right, That's right. what my parents probably felt. They were like, well, if you're not going to practice. Yeah. Well, we have a cure for that, too. Uh, is you can switch to something else for a while, come back to it. Can make you? sure you talk. Oh, of course. Make sure you talk to the teacher about it. Sometimes the family hasn't even asked the teacher about it because 
it's a lesson it's one thing and the teacher yeah. gets all this positive stuff from the student right and then at home it's something else and so whatever that's great because yeah. I'm remembering of course I'm going back to my own story again but like as a child and the, the piano teacher would come to my house or we'd go uh -huh. to her house depending on who it was and that was great experience however you didn't have the option of just switching because she is a piano teacher right that's right. all she does so I can't suddenly be like you know what I'd like to try guitar now I'd yeah. like to try so that's very cool that if you're enrolled in the school there's a lot of other opportunity to try new things that's a huge deal versus those private lessons. Well, that's what schools like us are there for. Yes. And yeah. um, giving kids options and then they can keep going. And then, you know, it's also not in your heart forever that you were a dropout. You were a quitter. <laughs> Look, you laugh, but that's what that person is telling us when that family comes in and says, I can't believe my mom let me quit. You know, where I wish I would have stuck with it. Yeah. Well, circumstances at the time didn't permit it, but uh, let's if you maybe if that person stopped piano but went to voice, mm -hmm. but or went to musical theater or something else, they would yeah. think, oh, I just switched, yeah. and that's not in your heart forever. You know, we try so hard. You know, we got a lot going on at the school, Nicole. There's, like you said, over 1,200 students. We've got um, 40. 43 teachers right now. I've got wonderful staff. We're just so blessed to have the greatest staff uh, and along the whole years as well, not just right now, but just all the time. Great uh, people that we bumped into who've helped us uh, grow the school by being part of our wonderful staff and then training them. We do a lot of training internally at our mm. school. And um, we always, when there's a decision to be made, something's happening, We've got uh, something that we have to decide on. I always go back to this answer is we make a decision framed to meet the goals of our student. Mm. It's not what's best for the company, me, my front desk person, the teacher, whatever. It's what is really truly going to be the best for that student. Mm. And so, you know, with 1,200 people, 1,200 customer service, uh, yeah. opportunities. Right. We can't always make everybody happy, sure. but I can always try so hard to revert back to what's best for your child, what's yeah. best for your student at the school. And so many of the great decisions that have guided us where we're going next have come out of taking a step back and thinking, okay, hold on here. What is the best thing to do? We know learning and teaching and creating those memories and opportunities for kiddos, mostly kiddos. Mm -hmm. We teach adults too, of course. Um, it has really, I think, helped helped our school and our business. Wow. Well, clearly, I mean, I'm just, I can't say enough. I mean, 20 years, that really is impressive yeah. because I see businesses come and go and it's hard. And I'm sure it's been hard at times, you know, to keep it going and to grow it and to adapt and all of those things as Frisco's grown. I mean, my goodness, 20 years ago, it was a completely different population. Oh, yeah. Not, not nearly as many people. So it really says a lot about how you've sustained your business and grown it to what it is. And I think absolutely everyone should go and tour it. Anyone <laughs> who has the slightest bit of inspiration from your story should go and see it. I would love to see that performance space. Sure. Yeah, well, you're that's welcome. Really cool. Well, thanks. Let's make an appointment right we now. We should make Nicole. an appointment. Okay. <laughs> it's all good. It's really nice. Well, okay, so where can we find you online? If somebody wants to connect with Frisco School of Music and Performing Arts, which is quite a mouthful, by the way, do you ever um, abbreviate that? <laughs> yes. In fact, that's why our website is not Frisco School of Music and Performing Arts.com. Um, however, that probably does pop up. Uh, so we have this too many alphabet letters thing. Sure. It's FSM, FSPA.com. 
So oh my goodness. FSM is Frisco School of Music. <laughs> FSPA, Frisco School of Performing Arts, dot com. Gotcha. And that will get you there. We have uh, one of our other really amazing programs is our Around the World Fairy Tale Princess Ballet program. Oh, so cute. Which is multicultural pre ballet for ages Aww. three to six. So you can go to, I think it's fairytaleprincess.com or fairytaleprincessballet.com or something. Okay. And uh, so that's an awesome uh, program as well that sets us apart from others. And it's pre-ballet. Each month there's a new uh, cultural story about a princess from a different land. Oh. And it is an original folk tale that we have massaged into an uh, age-appropriate tale of a princess and a prince and stuff they did and all kinds of great stuff, how they met, living happily oh, ever after, of course. precious. It is. So we do, uh, we do India, we do Germany, we do Russia, we do Japan, oh, uh, Africa. And, and you do little costumes and everything, the recital. Of course. Yeah. Gotta, my girls would have loved that at that there. age. That's so sweet. So that's a really unique uh, program that we have at our school. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I got off on that, but well, there you go. Well, we were talking about where, and I have to say, I'm oh. making a joke about how long your name is, but honestly, yes. I know, especially with how long you've been here. If somebody simply goes to Google and does Frisco yeah. School of Music, you will come up instantly. <laughs> so it's not hard to find you at all. I mean, Let's you're... cross our fingers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I know that to be true. And then you also invested in a business page on our website. So if you go to lifestylefrisco.com in our business section, you all have a page that has where to find you, how to connect, social media, your hours, a bit about you, and the feature article we published about you. So lots of ways to learn about you. Um, so if somebody wants that tour, what do they do? If they want to come oh, and Oh, it's easy. Well. It's so easy. Uh, just give us a call. Okay. And also, by the way, online, if you are online, there's just that little, you know, reply page, or, you know, get more oh, information sure. and just yeah. give us your information. We'll get right back to you. Perfect. Uh, or uh, give us that f phone call, 214-436-4058. And one of our wonderful, friendly uh, front desk team members will greet you on the phone and uh, ask you all about what you're looking for and then uh, just um, go ahead and make an appointment. Okay. And so we do take appointments for tours. You can stop by, of course. Okay. Uh, and we're open, gosh, till nine o'clock every weeknight, Fridays till seven. Wow. And we're open Saturday and Sunday, seven days a week we're open. Goodness, so, you're yeah. very available. Yeah, somebody should just pop in and say hi. Sure. That's so fun. Okay, well, thank you. This has been a pleasure to get to know you better. And I think you did a fantastic job of articulating the value of music lessons from an early age and all that the the character building and the whatnot that you get, the, as you said, the effort, learning how to put forth that effort to get a result um, is a great skill for any kid, whether they go on to become a famous jazz musician or not. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's fantastic. Thank you so much, Chris. Again, it's Chris Duncan. She is the founder, owner, executive director of Frisco School of Music and Performing Arts. Thank you. Nicole. Thank you.